Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gil, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! To the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Engvall, and I'm here with my guys, Mike and Robbie. What's going on, fellas? What up, what up? Hey, everything's all good over here, man. How you doing, Robbie? I'm good. I'm realizing I'm getting old because I can't figure out how or why all my photos from my phone keep uploading to my macbook and why i delete them on my macbook they disappear on my phone so it's like man <laughs> technology you used to just be able to like plug your phone in and put your photos on your computer and disconnect and call it a day but now it's like photo streams and i'm the ranting cloud, bro yeah the cloud i mean it's just like let me let me thrive and i feel like it's not mm-hmm. letting me thrive <laughs> and I mean, you take that and then it's like you, you apply uh, the the stream of all the social media platforms. It's like if if you were like our parents or grandparents, like the Internet's got to be like scary, to be honest. <laughs> it's scary to me right now. What are you talking about? Too many things you can do. Can I? So this speaking of scary Internet. Evan Fournier from the Orlando Magic. Do not you, Google his last name. Evan Fournier? Because I heard of Google. I was like, oh, I want to know something more about him. I want to know what he averaged last year. Then my mind, it was like 18 to 16. Then I Google it and I see some things. Not basketball related. And I'm... <laughs> Not in any shows where it shows like realistic it. flesh, like nip tuck, not my thing. Um, like zombies, that's cool, that's not real. But like, if we're talking straight up, like plastic surgery from hell or all those kind of shows, I will vomit if I'm like looking at the insides of somebody. Yeah, I keep giving away more and more, but it's nasty. Speaking of nasty. We have a nasty good review we're going to read off. We have some nasty shoes <laughs> on our main topic today. So just a lot of nasty going on. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> Great segue. Yeah, it's very true. Very true. Um, yeah, so before we get oh. into the, the full uh, nastiness of this episode, Got to. Uh, we want to shout out <laughs> uh, Biggie S'mores, spelled with dollar signs, of course, on iTunes for leaving us a five-star review. It says, I love this show. Being a sneakerhead for 16 years and counting now, it's super cool to listen to industry veterans. It's very informative, and I learn something from every episode. My only gripe is all the Vandal hate. Vandals are my favorite Nikes, and growing up a Pistons fan, I always let the straps hang like she. I think it like was a part of the AJKO conversation. We went like a so, tangent of like I don't know. Was Vandal. I hating on Vandals? I think. It might have been me. <laughs> All right. So, Biggie S'mores, if you're listening to this episode, I apologize for the Vandal hate. Uh, honestly, like I was actually looking at Vandals a couple of weeks ago because I really want to get the Back to the Future joints still. Uh, Probably not to wear, full okay. disclosure, but just so, to I have mean, the nostalgia the piece. I don't know. Always something. been so. 
one of the shoes I've never wanted, but I've always respected. It's like that kid in the corner in school who could beat you up, but you're just like head nod and keep walking. Cause I got mutual respect. Um, yeah, man, I'm sorry. You're, I mean, Detroit, that's tough. I mean, not cause I hate Detroit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Always saw him as like a, they're like an in-between dunk and Air Force One to me. Like, if you wanted something, you know, a little thicker than a dunk, but not as chunky as Air Force One, I feel like Vandal was the way to go. I had, I had, I had a pair of highs and a pair of lows, but I definitely got them in college at the, the Nike factory store for less than dirt, probably. But, I mean, I respect it. I just won't buy anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's just a matter of time for me. Like, all shoes end up coming back around, I feel like. Um but, you know, Vandals just haven't for me yet. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, we appreciate the feedback. Thank you for leaving us a review. Um, also, Biggie S'mores is a fire screen name. It's pretty uh, solid. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and we're glad that you're learning stuff because hopefully we're able to... to if not teach people some things, at least be a little bit entertaining in these conversations. So um, if you do have a second, leave us a review on iTunes. You can also support us on Patreon. If you're feeling uh, a little more aggressive, a little more, uh, I don't know what you would call that. Generous. A little more generous. Yeah. Thank you. Don't get aggressive <laughs> with us now. We don't want, we don't want all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> holiday festive. That's right. Yeah, if you if you want to buy one of us one of us uh, a pumpkin spice latte, head over to patreon.com slash sneaker history and uh we'll we'll make it make that happen. I, I'll take that. You can just buy me a drink. <laughs> yeah, for, I mean <laughs> just um so before we get into the main topic news this week, last couple of weeks, I guess, we've kinda we've kind of ditched the news in favor of uh more adventurous longer stories uh if you didn't catch our last episode and you're listening right now go back and check out the last episode we had uh marvin and kenneth on to talk about the nike airship and i i i loved it it was it was so great to be able to talk with those guys and and hear their stories and and learn about you know one of the shoes one of the first shoes michael jordan wore you know so um but news-wise, this episode, um, I don't know. Where do you guys want to start? I mean, let's start with your, your, your shoe that you got, got you a little disappointed today that you missed was the, uh, the Colin Kaepernick Air Force One that just kind of poof in the thin air. Well, I, yeah. we should talk about know. what we wore today first before we get too into... Oh, true. true. true that. That's right. Rock, what is it? Rocking and coffee. Keep us on track, right? You want to start us off, Rob? I will. I thought about it before we started recording, and I was like, I got to know what I've been wearing. So I had to think about it. Um, it's been, I've been going back and forth between the Adidas Continental 80 that I got for $25 and the LeBron 16, which shout out to Tim for the 16s. But um, they're, they're both fantastic, and they're each in their own kind of special way. The leather on the Continental 88s are really nice, but the shoe is not comfortable to me. And I don't like wearing it for long periods of time. So I keep a pair of LeBron 16s underneath my desk at work. So like if I want to go for a walk or something or when I walk home, I'll switch out into those. And those are uber comfortable. So Team LeBron and Team Adidas. Um, and then when it comes to something, I'm like looking to cop. Um, I'm super excited about the upcoming Christmas LeBron seven. I think that's one of the more unheralded LeBron colorways there kind of has ever been mainly in my eyes, because I'm a sucker for gradient fades or fades, two tone fades, cross fades. Basically, if you have a good transition on a shoe, I'm all about it. So I'm looking out for those to come out in the next couple weeks. I hope. Fingers crossed. How about you, Mike? 
Yeah. And I don't know what's possessed me lately, but I've been super bonk boy heavy. Uh, I've been rotating between my my cross or the double cross questions, uh, my answer fives, and my Instapunk Furies, both the OG and the Boost pair. I don't know. I've literally just, I don't, I just had to urge to maybe do something different and kind of step away from my, my saying Jordan's, uh, Jordan ones I'm always wearing. So I've enjoyed it, man. Like it's nice to get something new on your feet every so often and just, just get a, get a different look. It's nice to look down. It's like, Oh cool. Something that's not a Jordan one, even though I love Jordan ones. So that's what I've been, uh, been rocking for the last week or so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Something I am looking to cop. I don't think it'll come out until early 2020, but the first pictures released of the second Jordan 1 Zoom in that white and racer blue looks so clean. And yeah, I mean, it has a Zoom cushioning. I haven't actually haven't heard anything about the, the Zoom pair came out last week. If I haven't seen any reviews and haven't heard if they're comfortable or not, but just colorway alone, that sneaker looks solid. Nick, what you got? That colorway uh, is pretty dope. I'm uh, today. I was rocking the. Uh, I don't know what the. I don't know if there's a name for the colorway, but uh, it's the uh, S symbol. The S, S skateboarding shoes symbol, um, like white and like this multicolor kind of '90s vibe. Uh, just all, just like kind of a remake of one of their old skate shoes that uh, I was a fan of when it first came out. And then this new colorway is just kind of, kind of over the top. Got, got like a, I'll, I'll throw some pictures up like pink liner and multicolor graphics and yellow laces. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of, oh, okay. it's kind of out there for, for what most people wear, but yeah, you know, skate shoes. I like them. Um, yeah. And uh, pickups. I, uh, I picked up the, Adidas, uh, sorry, the Reebok Pump Fury Boost. Um, that's probably, uh, I don't know, like I, I haven't put it on yet. Uh, just like barely looked at it and then we started recording, but it's definitely be one of my favorite shoes of the year so far, just because I think the, uh, the Pump Fury is one of my favorite shoes like ever. But if that boost is anywhere more comfortable than the regular pump fury then this is a no-brainer for me so ultra boost that rides higher i'm just saying i think this is the underdog sneaker of the year yeah see see i'm definitely in that that's that sounds that's what i'm hoping for so you'll probably see that on my on my instagram not too long <laughs> from now so but so news wise uh yeah the colin kaepernick air force one was rumored to have released today and uh it was kind of a no-show like the rest of the nfl teams that we're supposed to watch and pra practice huh Dang. <laughs> it's true though i mean it was, and w once nick brought it up we were all like kind of scavenging the internet like oh yeah i forgot about these there is no story no no little bite sizes of information nothing about this sneaker aside from the uh, initial pictures and initial talk about it this thing has been pretty much erased from oh. existence looks like i don't know i think i think these kind of things are just part of the problem that exists with all the instagram accounts and twitter accounts and leak news type accounts that are trying to show stuff that they don't really know what's what's going on um if if you've ever worked in retail right like in footwear retail you kind of know how at least some of this works in that you know your buyers that are working in the corporate office get those catalogs sometimes nine months a year in advance and a lot of the shoes aren't really shown in there it'll just like the earliest is like the spreadsheet that has kind of like what they're looking at. Then they might get a catalog scan of some kind that shows some colorways, but it won't show all the like high energy colorways or the limited stuff. So a lot of what happens is the people that run these Instagram accounts, Twitter accounts and what have you that leak this information are basically taking those catalogs from 
you know, a corporate office or taking those spreadsheets from a corporate office and posting them based on either mocking up the own, their own version of the shoe or, you know, having another person mock it up and then they share it on their, their Instagram. But this, this type of stuff happens all the time, right? There's delays in all sorts of things, but for me, it really comes down to like, why do we need to see this stuff so early? You know, like six months ahead of time, nine months ahead of time is plenty early. Like we have people trying to talk about stuff so far in advance. And I know that the Kaepernick shoe is not an exact example of that. But I think that the the nature of those kind of accounts has created this secondary culture of the bigger sneaker blogs that cover news releases having to keep up with those releases, even though they don't have the full information on a release or a, a really any kind of a story behind the release. So anybody wants to be able to say, oh, I saw a picture of a shoe. Oh, I know that what that what's that? Sorry. Everybody wants to say say that they saw a picture of a shoe and they know exactly what it is. And 99% of the time, that's not the case. 99% of the time, that person is texting their buddy that works at, you know, Foot Locker or Nike that they think can get them a little more information. And inevitably that chain of, you know, of communication, you lose a lot of stuff along the way. So everybody's making assumptions and putting it out there. And, you know, the brands don't want everything to be out there publicly. That's why they release it all at a certain time with the right pictures, with the good pictures, all that stuff. So, um, it was a little disappointing to to not see it today, but I also just think that the information that, that came out about it was just completely wrong. And before I finish this rant, the other part that I that drives me crazy about the information sites and social accounts and news outlets is nobody corrects themselves. You know, like if you're if you're really about your job as being like an inf- informative site about sneakers then why would you have something that has a dated like the wrong release date or dated information or the wrong colorways because you based it on a on a leak from you know months prior i just feel like there's a general lack of integrity from all of these sites and all of these you know accounts and this is the type of problem that it creates and it's creating it on stuff that's that's such a maybe shouldn't be such a problem, right? Like, it's not like this is like, you know, an off white shoe where people are drawing pictures of it saying that this is what it is for, you know, 2026 or whatever. It's just like any basic shoe, even though I'm not dismissing that Kaepernick collab will be a a big release potentially, but like it's an air force one, like it's nothing crazy. Most of the air force ones don't have the same energy as a Jordan one or as an off white collab or a Yeezy or anything like that. So, um, I don't know. That was a really long rant and I apologize for it, but it's just kind of, it's kind of tiring seeing all this stuff happen repeatedly. No. And it's, it's a fair assessment. It's, I mean, it's kind of exactly how the normal news cycle goes, especially in today's climate. I'll leave that there, but just like, Nobody cares. Nobody's going to go and scroll back 19 pages back. So they don't have to be about it. But this is just another situation where you see like LeBron James warming up and a LeBron three sample. That's all purple, like the Lakers colorway. Or you see LeBron sevens off court during a press conference. Kaepernick just wore those Air Force ones. There's no other part to that story. I purposely got really quiet there. Like he just wore those Air Force Ones, period. And just because he wore the Air Force Ones and now magically has like a release date, like that's not, that's not any kind of good reporting. That's not, that's, that's speculation at its finest. So to each their own, everybody has to eat. I'm not going to try to tell somebody not to, try to make money, but there's definitely, um, more, more credible ways of doing it than others. For sure. It's just that I feel like, I think I've said the same thing before on a previous episode, the way the news cycle works is literally 
the 24-hour news cycle that it gets buried on these pages so quickly by uh, next thing they're posting, next, you know, basically next man up, but next story up, that they don't have to even bother going to correct themselves because guess what? By the time you want to look back and try to get the, you know, try to dig up the wrong information, there's 120 stories on top of it. And you're not, and no one's going to be looking for that. They're, they're on to the next thing. They've kind of just forgotten about it. Well, and I think that's like, mm -hmm. that's like part of the problem, right? And this isn't a knock to any of the, the, you know, major blogs that do news related stories or release date type stuff, because it's an important piece of, of what people do in like, you know, what I would say is like kind of sneaker <laughs> media. Right. But the biggest issue is that we're at a point now that the, the big sites are going to get paid for those posts. The, they're going to sell that, you know, editorial placement to the brands. And that's why you don't see, you know, sites like Sneaker News and Nice Kicks and Hypebeast and High Snobiety and Complex talking about, you know, maybe like a regular Asics release or, or like the shoes I wore today, like S skateboarding, like they don't care to talk about those kind of shoes because it's because those brands aren't going to spend money for that placement and they have no reason to do it for their, you know, for that small audience that's into that shoe. But because they're, they're, you know, on the other side of it, they're, they're being paid for like Instagram posts or, you know, stories about releases or to cover an event, those kind of things make it really challenging. I was actually talking to um, Peter over at Footwear News about this um, just a few days ago, because there's like Footwear News is a very old school kind of media outlet, right? So there's challenges when you're when you're old school media, because a brand can put you in a position that, that potentially compromises your editorial um, integrity. Right. So let's say, let's say Le Le the LeBron, you know, 18 is coming out and I get invited as sneaker history to go cover the LeBron 18. Now, I'm definitely going to be way more into that shoe because I had the experience. If I get to interview LeBron, I'm going to be way more into that shoe because they paid to fly me there. They got, got me FaceTime with LeBron. There's a, there's a, you know, this is all part of PR, right? You want to have those relationships, but there's no checks and balances kind of like there's no checks and balances in our current political system, right? Like it's just all over the place, but with, a, with sites that post paid, you know, ads, affiliates, whatever, it's a huge part of their revenue. And I'm not knocking that. Like we do that on occasion too. And it's, it's basically, this is, this is one of the few ways that, that sites can make a little bit of money. Now, if they've got millions and millions of followers, you can imagine that, you know, they're turning pennies into dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. But like at the end of the day, they're paying, they're getting paid, you know, pennies on a click, which, you know, we don't make money doing this stuff typically, right? Like, you know, whether you're leaking stuff early or whatever, like having a big following doesn't necessarily result in making money off of, off of talking about something. And it comes, you know, like it, it comes much more difficult when there's this gray area about, oh, are, am I a news reporter journalist do i cover this or you know do i just you know take the opportunity to befriend whoever put me on this trip or introduced me to this shoe or gave me a pair of shoes and that's the challenge right like it's a delicate balance anybody that's been on any type of editorial staff knows that it's really challenging mm -hmm. because you want to be friends with these companies you want to be friends with all the people at the brands but at the same time, you know, that you've, you want to make sure that you stand up for what you believe in and speak about the things that are important. And I think, you know, I wasn't, I, I kind of went off on this a little bit on Twitter a few days back and it wasn't necessarily about sneakers then, but I'm seeing that there's, there's the same issue going on in sneakers in a lot of cases, right? Where 
there are particular things going on that need to be spoken about, but the biggest outlets don't necessarily want to touch on anything that could be too controversial or that potentially puts them in a, you know, uncomfortable situation with some of the brands or, you know, whatever else may be. And I think that because of that, you see like a, a general like kind of lack of integrity out there, right? Nobody goes back and changes their release dates. You know, the guys that are paying attention to it, that that want to help people that are a part of these sites that do it, you know, it's props to them for doing it because you could look at 10 sites right now and you could probably get six different release dates for a lot of these shoes that are coming out. And you could probably go back to those same 10 sites and I bet you only I bet you eight of them never changed the original date that they put on there as a release date. And that's the frustration for me. And I'm, you know, props to those two people out of 10 that are actually going to go and say, damn, we messed up. We're going to change the release date for this from the, you know, the 11th of December to the 28th of December or whenever that release date actually happens. Because to me, that's the most important part. And that's why I would go back. If I see stuff like that on a site, I typically kind of just put that in the back of my mind as like, well, not going back here because I'm not going to be able to trust it anyway. If I really wanted to use this information to buy the shoes, it's not valuable to me. So. Okay. And rant. And rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, unrelated to complaining about news and information, I wanted to shout out John Wexler. Most people know him as Wex for being promoted to the head of Yeezy today. Uh, it's just a, a crazy opportunity for him to, to continue to grow within the Adidas family. And um, man, he's, he's been a, on, a, on an incredible journey. So it's cool news. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes from it, to be honest. Because like, he, he's obviously very well versed in, in footwear, in hip hop. And I could see this becoming uh, something that adds some some new flavor to the Yeezy brand. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, man. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, I keep coughing. <clears throat> it looks like basically he's going to be taking over. I'm trying to see. Looks, I guess the, the business. I don't know if he's taking over the business side or exactly how he's going to be implement it into the brand but it looks like he's may also still be keeping the same position as vice president of global entertainment so he's basically just taking another duty under his belt which is crazy i mean he might be one of the hardest working if not the hardest working person in sneakers man yeah um i'd be lying if i had a really strong opinion about it super cool for him i hope they keep pushing new futuristic ideas with the line maybe not as futuristic like explicitly futuristic. Um, but I like that they keep doing different stuff and I think he's going to keep that moving. If anything, he's going to keep the right people excited about what Yeezy's doing. And that ultimately is going to lead to more success for Yeezy and Adidas. So his network run deep, um, is a good move. Like if he's taking on a second title, that's a fantastic move. If he's just on one now, that's cool too, but he, he's just going to kill it and keep, keep excitement at 11. Yeah, I think so too. Honestly, like maybe I should try to get him to come on the podcast. Let us, let us know if you want, if you want to see Wax on the podcast and I'll, I'll hit him up and see if he wants to come have a chat about the future of Yeezy and his uh, experience at Adidas. Cause he's got a really, truly incredible story about getting into the footwear uh, business. Like, you know, close to 15 years ago now. And he's, he's worked his way up like really in an amazing way over that, the course of that 15 year period. So, um, just tag him on, tag him on Twitter. Tell him, tell him to come on the sneaker history podcast on Twitter. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to tag him. I want I want to talk to him. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to him. Man. Uh, what else, what else we got going on in the news? Anything else? Ah, shoot. What else we got? Um, I think that's pretty much it. 
Unless you guys have seen something I have. Off, what do you guys think of this off-white Air Jordan 5? Can I light it on fire and put it in a trash can? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think about it. No, no offense to Virgil or anything, because he clearly puts out banger after banger. But I, I don't like this covered in plastic. Uh, I didn't mind the pre-yellowed sole until I took a look at it. It looks like someone actually peed on it. Um, and it has that weird circle from, what was that, the Jordan? I don't remember what Jordan was. It was one D-Wade wore back in the day. Was that the, what, 2010? And it's, and then, I don't know if I said, but it's covered in plastic. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So at first I was not on board and I'm starting to get on board. It's like everything I kind of like about the Jordan five amplified. Like the five is probably not probably it is definitively one of my five favorite designs in all of footwear. So I think it's like the masterclass execution of the lab Jordan five. It has a little bit of like all these different materials going on. And I'm just, I'm liking it more and more. Like I said, I am a hundred percent certain if they're going to do a black pair like this, there's going to be a white pair. There's going to be like a volt pair or something, whatever it might be, some other monochromatic type deal. But this black is not as bad looking in my eyes as Mike would say. I'm just waiting for the four to come out. If the four comes out, I'll be about that one. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't uh, feel as strongly about it as Mike, but I'm kind of just like, all right. Uh, what's next like it's it's not it doesn't like grab me in any way like where i'm like i gotta have it um i do like the five quite a bit but i don't know i, I could go either way on it um it's like maybe if i maybe once i start seeing better pictures of it or on foot pictures i'll appreciate it more um but yeah the the, the circles the weird circles on it are are just kind of odd to me and seeing that they're uh also on like the um on the tongue and and on the like both the medial and lateral sides on the ankle it's just like i don't really i don't really get it so it doesn't it it doesn't scream like i have to have it um but yeah i'm not as mad about the plasticky stuff as mike is so i don't know we'll see maybe over time <laughs> I'll, I'll end up liking it more but i i doubt it <laughs> Well, the plasticky yeah, is part of the, like the character of the Jordan Five on the sides, so it's just taking that and just crank kicking it up a notch. If you were Emerald Lagasse, put it that way. Well, see, I would give you that. I would agree with you if the last two releases didn't have the same plastic covering. It's his thing, man. It's deconstructed. <laughs> It's over-constructed now. Like, you're literally putting, like, whatever your grandmother has on her couch on top of your shoe now. Lord of Destruction. Shout out to Beerit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, things that we're going to, uh, shall I say, disagree on, we uh, we want to we read this list from uh, Footwear News talking about the most searched shoes of 2019. Uh, I guess we should start bottom up, right? So we can add some suspense to this. That way we can all be, uh, we can all pretend to be surprised. Bottom up, bottom <laughs> up. So uh, the, the, on the top 10 most searched shoes, throughout 2019 uh, based on Google. Number 10 is the Kawhi Leonard shoes, which I just think is awesome because who the hell would be searching for that like a year or two ago, right? Like that's crazy that people actually care about Kawhi's shoes now. Well, I know what's funny about it is that nobody knows what the hell it's called. It's just Kawhi Leonard shoes. Yeah, well, yeah, that's another that's another learning point for New Balance, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like okay, we they can't rename the next shoe 
the ominous one. Like that's some dummy stuff. It's called the Kawaii. <laughs> this the Kawaii. You would think so, right? But like all these brands do this same kind of thing where they like, I, I totally understand that they're, you know, trying to be cool and trying to have fun with it. And, you know, it's, it sounds good at the time. But like, if you look back and think about how just the most like appreciated shoes over the years have carried out their time of being appreciated, it's like, the Air Jordan 1, the Air Max 1. Maybe you do the Air Max 87. Maybe you do the Jordan, you know, 2009, whatever. But like to have a name that doesn't really connect with the athlete is uh, is why people are searching it this way and saying Kawhi Leonard shoes to Robbie's point. And I think that if you're a marketing guy or, uh, you know, a web guy or SEO guy or anybody that works for, for new balance. Hopefully you're recognizing the opportunity here to call it something a little bit more convenient for the rest of the world to understand. Well, what's even more confusing is that when they spell ominous, the I is a one, which they don't call it the ominous one. They just call it the ominous, which is even more confusing because I don't think Kawhi's letter, his number is not one. Is it? I don't, I don't know. Off the top of my head. It is not. Well, that's just all, all sorts of nonsense then. <laughs> yep, change it to the Kawhi and let's call it a day. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually two. So next year's will be the, uh, um, I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the next one up on the list is... Uh, <laughs> I don't even I can't even I can't even keep a straight face. It's just comical. This list is is amazing. SpongeBob shoes. Do you know the amount you will pull up? You pull up SpongeBob shoes. You're getting everything from the Kawhi's, the Timberlands and every Target Walmart shoe in the world. You're not you're getting so many items thrown at you. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, it, there's Crocs too, right? So. Oh yeah, Crocs too. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> I thought you were playing a kazoo for a second. Uh, I think uh, I think run. That is say fantastic that shoes. It's SpongeBob laughing at you for fronting on his beautiful shoes. Oh man. I mean it 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 does speak to uh I guess like you probably never saw people searching for SpongeBob shoes prior to this or maybe maybe I don't know. But obviously like the Nike Kyrie stuff was a pretty big deal. Um I think the SpongeBob Crocs as much as we might not want to admit it as sneaker heads might uh they 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 might de deserve a little bit of credit there too. But I don't know. It's crazy that SpongeBob is kind of just popping off in 2019. Bro, I have. This can't be right. So there is a uh, a SpongeBob van OG classic zip on uh, slip on. I pulled up twelve hundred dollars when I did my search. Say what? Yeah, a van slip on. That's twelve hundred sixty dollars on goat in a size twelve. That has SpongeBob on the upper, plankton smashes the bottom of the waffle sole. I mean, this would be something cool you find in a Vans outlet for like forty bucks, but this thing is twelve hundred dollars, and it comes up on the uh, when you just search SpongeBob shoes. Is it made out of the blood of SpongeBob? <laughs> like I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> it might as well be. Good lord. I mean, it was it was it was pretty rare when it came out, but it's it's like I think it was 2018 release, 2017 release. I'm not sure 100 percent, but before there was there was a bunch of different ones. There was skate highs. There was eras. Um, I think they I think there was even like Vans, SpongeBob uh, skate decks like they did like the actually I know there was because there was a 
they did like a checkerboard print, but it had SpongeBob faces within the checkerboards, which was pretty dope. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I have no idea why you would be paying that kind of money for, for that shoe, though. <sighs> yeah, you shouldn't do that. Don't spend your money wisely, kids. Don't do that. <laughs> so next up on this list, Post Malone Crocs. Uh, mm. I, I actually I like Post Malone as a musician, but man, I don't know. Can't do the Crocs. Yeah, I, I'd rather listen to a ukulele than Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> this straight up ukulele playing scales. <laughs> Accompanied by a bagpipe. <laughs> Look at that. The, and somebody singing. The anger just transferred. So I, I too, at one point was, was not a Post Malone fan, despite the fact that his first single was White Iverson. But the thing that changed me and made me a fan of Post Malone is listening to him cover other types of music. If you go through YouTube, you can find him covering all sorts of crazy stuff. But like him singing Nirvana or even Metallica was like, what? This guy is actually really talented. So uh, that actually changed it. I still don't want to buy, buy his Crocs. You shouldn't so want to buy no Crocs ever. Post. There should be no reason on this earth that you need to buy a Croc. <laughs> But we'll see. We'll see if you feel that way when we get through our top ten list, Mike. We got we we're not leaving Crocs <laughs> off this list for the rest of the night. So. There's nothing unless you with money in the box but, for me to wear them. There's no other way I'm wearing Crocs. <laughs> so next up on the list, Jesus shoes. Uh, I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're not actually talking about Birkenstocks on this. We can't prove it, well, but if you search. They pull up. No, they um so you it's the yeah, RT. So you get <laughs> Air Max 97, that uh collaboration they or that custom they did where they put the water from the I can't remember what river they injected into the air bubble, but then right next to it is uh Birkenstocks. That's crazy. That's what I imagine White Iverson wearing. <laughs> This Air Max 97s. Nah. <laughs> All white. Nah. Air Max BC. AKA Air Max before Christ. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, this shoe like 10 grand. So. Uh, Got these Air Max from my apostle. The, my apostle homie Paul here got me these Air Max 97. Did he, did he camp for them? Holy yeah. waters. Nah, man. Oh, he waited what no, seven days and seven nights, something like that. <laughs> or is that a Josh Hartnick movie? I think it's a Josh Hartnick movie. But I think the uh, the Jesus shoes, the Air Max ninety sevens, that they're probably referring to are um, very. I'm not a uh, crazy religious person. But I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that putting holy water from the Jordan River into a pair of Air Max is probably not a very like religious uh, action to take to like commoditize uh, holy water. But that's just my opinion. I man don't really care about yeah, the shoes one or the other. Hot take. Isn't the whole religion monetized, though? So I mean, that, that's probably a debate for uh, for our next website, religioushistory.com. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you could say I, I, you know, there's definitely arguments to that both both sides, right? And and I totally understand like the the wow factor of doing this. It just like this is like a weird thing to me. I just. I don't know. I just, I just, it, I'm like, it's not offensive to me. It just, yeah, is definitely not offended. I'm just more confused. Weird. I'm like, who's set in the office and thought, yeah, this is the way to go. This, this is how we're doing this. Because 
Are you talking about the shoes or whoever signed <laughs> Post Malone to his first record? I'm going with the shoes. But I guess like on a similar note, the next uh, controversial shoes on this list are or this, sorry, the next search term on this shoes list is Betsy Ross shoes, which uh, I mean, what? I don't even remember, remember when that happened, day, but man. Nike basically used, yeah, used the old flag, right? And, you know, I mean, that's just like a, a fail on their part to not realize that that offends people. I don't know how I don't know how companies continue to do stuff that's like that somebody because it, it's not even just like it's not even just that it actually happened. It's that so many people had to have seen this concept internally and nobody at one point was like, is this a <laughs> good idea? Run with it. Let's do it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Legal told me no, but I'm just gonna. I'm gonna I'm, I'm wave them off. Like I'm gonna wave them off, like Jeremy Lin waving off Kobe Bryant in 2014. I don't remember that, but, but yeah, they, Jeremy they Lin waved off right? Kobe Bryant calling for the ball. So it's, it's just he did hit it. He he, he really did. But you don't Kobe wave off Kobe. He said, "Hey, Kobe, I got this." If you're about to hit the game winner, you do. The, the best thing about this list, though, is that no one at this point yeah, knows the man. names of any shoes besides Crocs. It's either the Kawhi Leonard shoes, the SpongeBob shoes, the Jesus shoes, or the Betsy Ross shoes. This is a bit nightmare. Like you said, Nick, for any SEO people trying to just like keep the marketing up online. <laughs> I mean, it is it is a good little lesson if you if you want some SEO help. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I get to do for a company. So, uh, yeah, this is this is exactly, you know, the example that I would give them and just be like, look, people don't know how to find your stuff. This is why. Um, but yeah, I don't know that that whole that whole Betsy Rashu like was a weird one because it became like. I, it became so it was like nobody cared about it. Then it was like nobody cared about it internally. The shoe happened. Then as soon as somebody realized that it offended people, they're like, we better take this away. Next thing you know, prices skyrocket on all the secondary market platforms. And then StockX for sure took it off of their platform, right? But I don't know if everybody else did. And it's just like, if you're Nike, why don't you just like think that through ahead of time but anyway um next on the list we got number this is number five uh to mike's point not knowing what the shoes are the next search was adidas game of thrones hey, this one's way closer which, though at least they got the adidas part right it's an ultra boost people i don't know how that's true that's true I thought that was a pretty good release, actually. I thought all those were pretty dope. I never, I never actually picked them up, but I probably should have. They've, they've been going on sale too, so um, you can pop up on discount. So um, I think, I think by the time the end of Game of Thrones happened, I was already over the idea of wearing shoes because I was so disappointed in the last episode or two. After after ten whatever ten years of watching it, ten seasons. And like, it was definitely one of those shows that I was like captivated by completely. And I was totally against it at first because I'm not really into that type of show, but it was a really good show. And then the the fall off from the last of the last season, I feel like I know nothing a little, of this a little tough to handle <laughs> as a fan. This is a Nick and Robbie thing. I mean, I'm just like both of you, I guess I'm more like Nick, but I'm just over here like, oh, I'll get them. They'll be on sale. Like it'll happen. And then it has kept never really popping up in my size on sale. So I would totally still buy a pair if I could find them 
and a 13 for like a hundred bucks. But, um, I mean, I'm surprised more people don't know what type of the ultra booth is so like well-known they say in my eyes, it's so well-known. So I'm confused why they wouldn't know it's ultra boost, but not like it matters. Um, it's cool that the show was able to kind of tie in and have all these other products do so well. So makes sense on brand for Google. Yeah. And I guess this next one, let me see here. This next one kind of flips it on us because the search the search is Nike Air Max 720. So somehow people knew how to search the exact term for the Nike shoes, which again, like marketing, uh, Nike gets the W on this one. Apparently, <laughs> I mean that was pretty like, superior. In, in the sense of people, know. like general public, knowing the name of a shoe, that one seems like it would be more difficult for them to know. Which is, so I'm pretty impressed. Good job, everybody. Um. But I mean, I owned the shoe. I took the shoe back. It was comfortable for like a day, but the more I wore, the more uncomfortable it was. Not because of the cushioning, but it was so unstable. And I felt like I was going to fall down, like walking downstairs and like any kind of elevation change. So if you bought that, please be prepared to buy ankle braces. Hmm. <laughs> I I, uh, I wasn't like a big fan of it. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of any of the like crazy, like massive bubbles. I always just feel like they're not going to get any better than they have in the past. And, you know, if to me, I just I'm good with whatever, you know, like an Air Max 97, an Air Max 95, the cushioning on those, even like up to like the Air Max 2015 or whatever. Um, those are all pretty good. And I just don't see the reason to, to be going after the new ones unless they look in some way that I'm like really into. And the 720 is it definitely is. not that for me. It, it looks a little funky to me. It looks, it looks too tall too. I'm a ride or die on team 270. I love the two, so like the straight up 270. I have the Force Max 270. That's like the right level of crazy Air Max. If you're going to go that big, that's the right amount for my feet. So I agree with all, with everybody. What do we got next on here? Uh, <laughs> so this is interesting Air Force One shoes. But Air Force is spelled as one word. Uh, you would think with a shoe that's been out for uh, what? Yeah. I don't yeah. even know. What is that? 40, almost 40 years, 38 years, 37 years uh, that people would know that that Air Force is not one word. You would also think that people would know that Air Force is not one word based on the fact that every other usage of the words Air Force is two words. But, you know, we don't know. We don't know like where. Uh, maybe Google just like chops this up and gives it gives this. Well, dude, people are just lazy when they from, search stuff. You know, Think about it. They just literally just type in. I don't, there's even, no I don't even know what to say there. check. There's <laughs> no, you, you know, space checking. They just Air Force. But one. Yeah, I'm going to check for this. And that's what pulls up. Google corrects them. It's like, oh, I'm going to give you searches for Air Force One. Just because you can't use your words correctly. <laughs> I feel super attacked by that statement because I type something so wrong and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It knows what I mean. Like, whatever. It knows what I mean. Like, I'll type stuff in so wrong. Like, I'll spell oh, you words. Meant this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, a four year old will spell it. I'm like, oh, Google got me. So, like, and I spell like automated tomato. <laughs> That's what I mean. I mean, I, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. 
uh, oh, you automated, mean not this, right? Know, this I'm curious what automated tomato pulls up. <laughs> I'm waiting for the results of this now. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. What'd you get? Automated tomato. <laughs> I typed in didn't kill him. I mean, didn't die naturally and Jeffrey Epstein came up and it was super weird. <laughs> Oh man. What do we got here? Jeff Allen, right? Number two. Everybody easy 350 easy. V2. All spelled out. <laughs> yeah, they got that one right. Apparently, Which again is, is doing something right. Just like the, the 720. It for, is uh, complicated. The There's numbers involved with it's alphanumeric freaking model numbers, but they, people can get that right. I'm impressed. Because everybody wants the easy. Yeezy taught them because they got the name right. So <laughs> easy taught you well. Um, I mean, I see those shoes on like Fashion Nova ads. I see those shoes <laughs> on people from all over the world. I almost said don't speak English, but that does not matter if you speak English or not. It actually means very, it actually means very little in the grand scheme, grand scheme of the earth. So if that bothers you, get over it. Um, but yeah, this, and it's a universal language that easy. Let's just keep it, let's just keep it on brand with the statement. Like it doesn't matter what language you speak, where you're from. If you like Kanye, if you like shoes, it does not matter. You know that silhouette. You know it's coveted. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that that sigh and disappointment was not in regards to, to Robbie's comment, by the way. That was basically just because I'm... I'm uh, I don't want to say disappointed in the world's shoe searches, but it leaves me just hoping for better in 2020. I mean, this just proves the fact that, you know, so-called sneakerheads, collectors like us, is a very small population compared to who's in the world. Very true. Very true. So the number one searched shoe for 2019 is Luke Combs Crocs. Just can't believe that's true. I I can't believe that's true. Who is so I, I, I was going to say, like, I I listen to all kinds of music, including country. Not as much as most other types of music, but I listen like one of my presets in the car is a country station, although at this time of year they play Christmas music, which is even better. Uh, and I don't know who Luke Combs is, so um, I apologize to all of our luke comb fans well my thing is luke combs has a lot of freaking fans for them to be all to be searching for his freaking croc he's doing something right yo america's stupid <laughs> if, they're, if, they're, if, they're looking, if they're looking for crocs that hard i understand why donald trump's the president like damn i mean <laughs> I mean, they are like the shoes are very much like. Yeah, I mean, it's basically real tree camo and orange, like hunting shoe looking. That's all you have to say. You have to go no further than that. We all understand. Um, All you have to do is check their DVR and it's like, oh, all Duck Dynasty. What what? the hell? Um, It's funny because like before we recorded. Nick was not the only person who did not know who that person is. What's his name again? Like, see, I said, like, no I don't even know. Knew. None of us did. Luke. I want to say Luke Walton, but it's like, I know, I know him. Um, yeah, man, Luke Combs. I mean, it's just so crazy how, like, country has a real strong fan base. Like, you don't get your own TV channel on accident and, like, stick around. 
that's a really weird reasoning for popularity, but it is what it is. Like there's CMT channel. It's like, if you can blast that country music crap for that long, there's people watching. I'm sorry. I don't like country. I've, I've lived with many roommates that like country music and it's, it's, I'm right there with you. It's bad. I can do pretty much anything else. I have a, a, a hot take for, for our listeners and for you guys. Uh, oh, no. And you might just totally disown me after this. So if, if this is the last podcast, shout out to all of you. <laughs> making this, this. We appreciate you. Um, I actually think that country and hip hop are basically the exact same thing in, in formula. It's, it's, rap about the cars the women the possessions it's and and throw a beat behind it with country it's you know saying about trucks women possessions and throw a slide guitar behind it i'm not mad at that i mean even though i don't i think all country music singers sound the same please don't at me i'm sorry guys um but i can I can understand the statement. And if I think about any country song I've heard and then any, any rap or hip hop song I listen to, it's this same skeleton, but just executed so, very differently. I have a very important question to your statement then, Nick. If it's so similar, was murder <laughs> the case that they gave them? Uh, it's funny because... The entire time that, that I don't think so. That you, I was saying that I was thinking you were going to bring up the fact that uh, I've uh, that you and I have exchanged Nelly uh, animated gifts in the last couple of days, and full disclosure, I've sent multiple animated gifts from Nelly to other people in the past few days. I don't know why Country Grammar has been on my heart lately. <laughs> which also made me think about this yeah exactly so you know dilemma kelly Rowland, by far the hottest of never mind let's not go down that path that's another, that's another <laughs> path. So, um, we're all gonna have some mean messages in our dms this, this week great so yeah this this list is crazy um we've we've been we've been yapping for a while but just to run through it real quick Kawhi leonard shoes spongebob shoes post malone crocs Jesus shoes, Betsy Ross shoes, Adidas Game of Thrones, Nike Air Max 720, Air Force One shoes as one word, Yeezy 350 V2, and Luke Combs Crocs are the most searched shoes of 2019. Um, so before we get out of here, what do you think your guys' most searched, most Googled shoe for 2019 was? Uh, ooh. You go first, Robbie. Nike Air Max. I already know. The second you said that, like I spend at least 15 minutes a week looking up this Nike Air Max to see how cheap. So pretty much once any pair of Air Max that I like, I almost don't care what color it is. If it goes less than like 60 bucks, I'm going to buy it. So like, I'm always in the hunt for like an Air Max one or an Air Max 97 or another pair of two seventies. Um, anything I could find in a really, really cheap price point. Cause I like wearing them to work. I walk in, I walk five miles a day on average about. So it's like, I want something super cut and comfortable. That's why I, that's why I keep the LeBron 16 at my desk. Like, I'm always looking for the cheapest, cheapest Air Max I can buy that isn't like an Air Max 200 or 90. That's fair. That, that's fair. <laughs> but How about yeah. you, Mike? What do you think? Uh, now, I'm thinking about it, I think LeBron's just in general, because we had the threes come back out and he had a bunch of stuff. And I've been trying to convince myself to buy a pair of uh, either 15s or 16s. And I keep looking for the prices to drop a little lower. And I think that's probably been probably my most searched. So initially when I asked, I was thinking that it was probably the, the Pump Fury because I'd been looking for a bunch of those, uh, some of the colorways that were coming out this year. But then I, I really think that my most searched shoe, uh, 
uh, love it or hate it is the Nike Air Flight 89. <laughs> oh, it comes full circle. I was looking for that shoe all year. I was just like, they have to retro the shoe this year. And it took them 10 months to do it. But now there's what, six colorways or something supposed to be out by the end of the year. So, how many do you have um, so far? Only two, only two. Okay. Um, just checking. But I, I learned because I paid full price for two pairs <laughs> and then I was ridiculed into uh, oblivion. Paying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah let us know what what your what your thoughts are on um <laughs> all these searches what do you think you were searching for this year the most and um honestly like we'll probably just catch you next year after this episode because we're going to take a little bit of a break but um we appreciate all of you rocking with us and we'll be back next year for more tomfoolery or something like that <laughs> and uh, more sneakers so, um, my name is Nick Ingvall you can follow me at Nick Ingvall on all platforms more importantly just follow at sneaker history and uh, make sure you follow the guys too guys let them know how to how they can find you yeah Mike Guillory find me at sneaker history also you guys want to send some Christmas presents my way hit me up on Twitter Instagram at madwatcher789 Robbie where you at bud you can find me in St. Louis way. Like, oh my God. <laughs> all day. Um, but we will have some content still coming through when we're on the break. So just because you're not hearing us fresh every week, doesn't mean that you can't go back and listen to an old episode or some interviews or other things we'll have in the next coming weeks. So definitely don't blow us off of your radar. Mm -hmm. um, and just make sure you're following sneaker history. Yes, yeah, sir. We'll we'll let you know uh, as we release the new stuff. And uh, yeah, like Robbie said, we've got a we got quite a variety in the mix coming. So uh, we'll catch you all next time. Thanks for listening. Peace. See ya. Hot shit. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Freaking Nelly. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.